Pros of being pregnant. Uh, microphone. Microphone. Uh, yeah, I thought I'd. I thought I would try this fancier boom. Uh, it's called a boom, I believe. Um, when it has like an arm that comes out like this, uh, to see if it works, and I, I like it, so I might get, I might invest in one or two more. But just, you know, they're not free. They're not. <laughs> too close. <laughs> no, that was perfect. <laughs> you want so the, the startled me. The closer you get, the softer you can talk, and the more. Sultry or you get like a, but what oh, if, yeah. What if you are not known More for talking sultry. softly? You're not not known for talking softly. Also, not I'm not. very insecure that like most of this podcast is going to be just my heavy breathing, which is well, not quiet. Pro tip: don't <laughs> breathe into the microphone. Just you also don't have to. <laughs> That's just yeah. me now. That's my life. Just you lean in like when you're. Uh, <sighs> this is. It's oh. also the benefit of the headphones. You can hear your yeah. <laughs> heavy breathing. I'm very well, conscious got, of it. Uh, you still got uh, Mike Capizzi's name up there, so some apologies about that. I'm I'm not Mike Capizzi. Nope. Fix that really quick. Who am I? Who are any of us? <laughs> what does it mean? Um... <laughs> <laughs> Savage. Uh, how's everybody doing? So good. Yeah. Yeah. I was hoping for a little more than that since we're podcasting. Are but we live? Yeah. Oh, I should probably <laughs> stop messing around with the, the thing. Then. Uh, we're in it. Yeah, we're in it. Uh, I'm doing great. I've got two coffees. I'm Andrew Resig. That's Kelly Jackson, my my wife, my life nice. partner, and that's Sean Crocker. Welcome back to the Gambit Stratagem podcast. Uh, we're here to discuss today working out with the uh, physical ailment known as pregnancy. <laughs> Which you've had some exposure to recently with your, your weight vest endeavor. Yeah, I've been wearing a sympathetic, um, sympathetic weight vest during... The workouts of During your choosing. Th- three workouts. <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry. Have Sean even said as I'm warming up, he's like, "You, it's like it's really hard to do a, a bar muscle up in a weight vest, like with a plate, like a plate carrier, because you don't realize." How I much wouldn't you know because like, I can't even hook your do one. Feel bad for me. Know. You could have done know. ring muscle ups. I mean, you said wear a weight vest, not. Yeah, I could have done ring muscle ups. I guess that's true. I appreciate. I tried. I appreciate the uh, the uh, participation. The, yeah, appreciate the, my sacrifice. Yeah, it's. Jeez, I mean, I'm here for it. I try. I like. I he did it without the weight vest and sh- one at least. That's fair. I do. You should sleep in it. Yeah, beat Sean by like seven seconds. <laughs> Sean told me about his workout, and I was like, it was one of those days where you're like. Oh, I got this in the bag. I'm going to beat him by minutes. And then I was like, after the first time, I was like, oh, I don't know if I'm going to beat him at all. You were, you were well behind pace until you went unbroken on the last muscle ups. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Hey. As you do. I do think uh, you should sleep in the weight vest one night. That's really where that's the most then, challenging being pregnant, I found. Then... Uh, <laughs> If I sleep in the weight vest every like 30 or 40 minutes, do I get to go, 
I don't I'm not aware of any of these noises, so yeah. If if <laughs> if that's what naturally happens when you're sleeping with an extra like I feel like it's just oh, sorry, it's I'm sleep sorry. apnea. I was gonna tell you. I would have named it slapnea. Trying to take the edge slapnea. off your mic. And this I is what it. would happen. That's probably how I'd sound if I actually gained thirty pounds without a baby. Is that how much you've gained? No. <laughs> no, I just picked an irrelevant number. I uh, mean, so I'll just say close. this right up front. Um, this this episode of this podcast is kind of about you and working out during pregnancy so some factual information would be super okay. helpful beautiful like, accurate I, i've gained approximately 22 pounds on my last doctor's <clears throat> visit which was okay. three days ago and, we, and i am 36 weeks pregnant it's just 36. 10 kilos and we excellent this is the hard-hitting factual information people came for uh <laughs> 36 weeks is uh how many months What's 36 divided by 4? It's, it's 8. It's 8. Or is it 9? <laughs> I think it's 8. No. 8. Okay, so I'm 8. 9 months. is when you're done. confident. <laughs> yeah. Well, four, you're eight, about... 12, 16, it's 20, supposed to be 40. It's a 40-week term, right? 32. <laughs> People are... If anybody's watching... I'm 9 like, months pregnant. Yeah. They're like, these guys don't know shit about it. Yeah. Uh, Joel just texted us. Was that Kelly making that noise? <laughs> <laughs> Likely. See? <laughs> Likely. See how accurate it is? <laughs> Likely. <laughs> My impression? Um, yeah, so I would say almost or am nine months pregnant because pregnancy is 10 months, which nobody talks about. This, that's true. And nobody also talks about what your, your sister-in-law brought up, which is the fourth trimester. Yeah. Yeah. That's a whole thing. Kelly's uh, sister-in-law was in, informing us that uh, there's a... Well, she called it the theory of the fourth trimester, which mm. is just to say that like you you want to like swaddle your baby and basically like replicate womb like scenarios, which actually makes a lot of sense to me because they're like because humans have kind of grown in such a way that they're almost born a little bit early. Like they'd probably theoretically based on how kind of like relatively advanced we are as creatures would stay in the womb longer and develop longer, but it's not physically possible for us to carry them. So, like, if we can kind of replicate womb-like situations for the following three months, uh, that's beneficial, which I don't know. I haven't read anything about it, but it, it logically makes sense to me. It's And it also doesn't seem like that crazy of an idea. Yeah. It's not like, it's not like we're making any drastic decisions, but uh, well, just and, you saying that. And for somebody being pregnant and for <clears> you <throat> uh, being along in this journey, we've not... Like I still know very little about pregnancy where I like uh, JJ's JJ and Sarah are also expecting. And he came into the gym the other day and was very excited about the size of his baby. And I was like, I don't know what that means. I only know how big my baby is. And he was like, our baby's big. And I was like, okay, how big is your baby? Uh, five pounds. Luigi. Well, yeah, just probably under five pounds, probably bigger by now. I was going to say five to five and a half. They told us a half pound a week. Yeah. So five, he was just be. under five pounds. Um, Two weeks ago? Yeah. Um, so you've gained 22 he's, pounds. Yeah. He's about five and a half pounds. 
And for reference, if anyone hasn't seen Kelly around the gym or out in public, if you see her from behind, she doesn't look pregnant at all. <laughs> I've not reference. seen myself from behind. I'm so. having so much trouble with this. Stan seems like it's slowly drooping over time. Maybe it's just me. <laughs> I feel like it's not going anywhere, and then I'll talk for a couple minutes, and I look up, and my I feel like I'm hunching over to talking to my mic, so I apologize. Um, so I think in traditional um, traditional for the Gambit Stratagem podcast, we're v- very little prep work went into this. We're having a pretty casual conversation. Oh, um, speak for yourself. We got the backdrop up. Yeah, That's- we did do that. That's fair. We're prepared. Let's do um, twice as much prep work as we usually do. Yeah. Usually our prep work is five minutes of getting mad at Apple TV and mm. <laughs> just hitting play. <laughs> well, they, yeah, they like very suddenly updated the, um, I was, uh, for, for the, for the one person that's watching that's super interested in the, the tech side of the podcast. I um, think it's Joel. Is it Joel watching? I don't know. I don't know if I can tell who's watching. Oh, no, there's four people watching. Nice. All right. Hello, four people. Um, so I did. Yeah, they have to do this thing, and it's like, it's really cool that I can, like, it, my cell phone's just on a tripod, like, wirelessly broadcasting our, our video side of things, and then we've got some, some fancier stuff, obviously, going for the audio, but I was able to also share my screen to the TV and kind of put, flip up websites or whatever, and then all of a sudden there was a software update that reduced my ability to multitask, and it was like, well, you, c- you can no longer use your phone as a camera and project things to an Apple TV. So that's Sean's department now. So if we want to pull up a website or anything, hell yeah. Uh, see if you can get, see if you can get some clips up of Tia to me. Tia to Mooney. We're working out pregnant. Mm. Tia to me. Point five. Point five. Um, wow. Just out of, uh, just out of curiosity. Cause I think that's inevitably going to be, uh, like if we have members watching I mean, and or listening, they would inevitably make a comparison because she's been lifting a lot of weight yeah. and training at a really high level. And I think that's an important aspect to this is like yeah. there's in my before you kind of share your actual opinion, I'll share my kind of thoughts is like for one, uh, she's got a little bit of a, a higher like a higher bar because uh she has won the crossfit games multiple times and sells she is in fact more fit than i am yeah is more fit than you uh even at your best was more fit than you like her peak is higher than your peak so you know obviously we'll get that out there but also she's got more of a reason to maintain a higher level of training right now than you do yeah, Even sure. Even though I she's, think like, she's, retired. She's I mean, selling programming. She's, I don't think she's retired. Yeah, she? I, I think she has aspirations to come back. Oh, does she? I, I, I thought she... I don't know if that's been communicated, oh, but, yeah. I, I thought I heard that she I was would like say really she's got done. aspirations oh, to me. come back. She's relatively young hmm. in terms of female CrossFit. Oh, for, no, that, for I mean, they're getting now. younger and younger, but... Well, the the point still stands. She's got yeah. more of a reason to stay fitter. So she is. she has more motivation to train harder because she's... Uh, what was it? The one rep? Is this the one rep max thruster thing? No, this is the snatch workout. Twenty three point three. Where yeah. she snatches Wall like one hundred and fifty five well, pounds. What did she? What did she hit on the thruster workout? Oh, the like one rep max thruster. Almost two hundred pounds. Yeah. Maybe I, somewhere. I definitely more than one eighty five. Yeah. So you just got upside down yesterday. Yeah. How was that? Honestly, 
and I think that's what this Probably a lot of this kind of good conversation is about. Is like I'm comfortable getting upside yeah. down. That was a no rep. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so a lot of a lot of these movements where I was like, I guess I let Tia submit her scores, and I was like, well, if she's if they have accepted that as prescribed, then I will submit my workout as prescribed also. But sure. like technically, chest and thighs aren't fully hitting the floor, so there's some there's some like question with that. But like, yeah. is it any less legitimate? No. Yeah. I mean, there's way more control yeah. needed when you've got a baby in front of you. So, um, like I submitted this workout as prescribed, oh, but just it's but, casually just having Sam Briggs as your judge. Is that what I'm seeing? <laughs> yeah. Also look at Sam's shoes. That's kind of legit. Oh yeah. What are they? Jordans? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, shoes. That sounds right. Um, shoes to me are like watches. Like yeah. there's too much to understand. Yeah. Yeah. And you can still see like that's, her body fat is extremely low because you can see like her abs defined well, yeah, around the outside it. of her. Belly. Well, and I think what's so impressive that yeah, no contact, <laughs> yeah, uh, zero contact, yeah. Uh, well, having tested this workout, it was harder going down than it was going up. I'm sure, yeah. And like that's how I would have snatched this so weight, regardless. Yeah. I think that you would have kept not. it a little closer. The conversation of like a <laughs> little bit relativity is super important because people would look at that like your doctor. I like to point out. We, we went had an to interesting your doctor, start. yeah. And she said, and and I'm I'm as I'm as I think you know, I'm exaggerating. Like when I walk out of a doctor's office and I say, "Can we find a new doctor?" Yeah, because she's just a little bit um, Real Housewives of St. Charles or something, um, yeah, or of Chesterfield. She's a very like, Hi, oh my god, how are we doing? Like she's super more nice, excited super nice. about yeah our pregnancy no, than we are no no knock on on her but i was just like it's just one of those things like it's a major life thing for us and because we're super into fitness it's like oh, i'd be great to find somebody who crossfits but that's that's you know difficult to find a yeah. like obg and and we we're already kind of late in the game and and you pointed out like hey we're kind of not at a stage where it's probably smart to switch doctors suddenly fair but all that to say like we were in and she said uh, she knows Kelly does CrossFit. She clearly doesn't like get CrossFit because she said don't lift it like four weeks in or six weeks in or whatever it was, maybe 12. 12 weeks. 12 weeks in. Um, she says don't lift more than 15 pounds. And Kelly and I kind of look at each other like, we're going right. to <laughs> <laughs> well, and uh, so Because it's relative. 15 pounds to you is like, or 15 pounds to her as a, as a doctor, a petite, if she was pregnant, she's very skinny, very... Yeah, but also, um, what, what I think what disappoints me most about hearing something like that is when you think about the real world. Fitness or not, things in yeah. life weigh 15 pounds. Well, yeah. And so that's... You said if you had like a five-year-old or a four-year-old... A two-year-old. A two-year-old. And you were... And you were pre- yeah. So now you're saying, so now you're saying like moms who don't do fitness can't pick up their two year old who might weigh 18. I don't know how big kids are, but not even moms who don't do fitness, just moms that are pregnant. Think about going to Trader Joe's. Like I don't put my groceries in a cart to walk to my car. Like I will not. I'm against it. Two bags of groceries is 15 15 pounds. pounds. So all of a sudden I'm like, I'm asking these fitness related questions and she's putting this number to it where it's like, Hey, don't lift this weight that exists in everything I do in life. Yeah, and I think the theory is, at least my my working theory is that um, they kind of have to cover their ass as far as like malpractice and stuff where like we don't have medical licenses so we can tell people whatever we want. Yeah, (laughs) sure. (laughs) Within reason. Within reason. and I'm, I, and I'm being sarcastic, but and like, so like I get, take that information and I and again I just I I process it, but it's also like 
okay, it's relative. 15 pounds is laughable. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to lift what I'm comfortable with. And what am I comfortable with? It changes every single day. It's yep. changed every week, every month. Um, as I've gotten closer to being, um, to full term, like it, it's, what does it feel like today? Yeah. And what, what is the so, process your body's going through that truly determines whether or not you're able to lift that weight? Yeah, for sure. So I want to, I want to break this down a little bit in terms of like, what, what is, what are the things that you read or were told that you, uh, should not do? fitness wise um like flexion through the abdominals so sit-ups, ab- yeah sit-ups toes to bar um were were like the big ticket items there's a lot like jumping because your balance is a little bit more unstable um you talk about like anything from a pull-up bar or like a rope climb where you're going to get elevated off the floor yeah the the, the risk of falling yeah. getting inverted going upside down there are risks associated with that um so it, it's honestly like what article do you look up what information do you uh are you exposed to mm-hmm. and then a lot of it's just like comfort level pick and choose and what i'm comfortable with isn't what another member might be comfortable with. And I think that's what the point of this whole conversation is, is pre-pregnancy when I was coaching pregnant women, I look at a movement and I'm like a toe to bar. Okay. It's an abdominal movement. We're using our abs or hip flexors where meet me halfway. (laughs) We're using our abs or hip flexors. We're hanging from a pull up bar. So we've got the shoulders and the grip. Um, And so I look at that and I think as most coaches would like, what's a replicable uh, movement function and that's you try to relate it to that yeah and so then i'm like okay how can i engage the abs but and so then we think plank hold. sorry i want to stay on i want to stay on point here before because we'll get we'll get into all that but okay. i want to stay on point like the do's and don'ts um and the because the i think it's important to point out like the why so you, yeah. you pointed out and you kind of touched on it but i want to really focus on it like the, the box jumps rope climbs some of that stuff like those are don'ts because you know we're we were seeing Tia jump rope in the background. Fair, pretty pregnant. Do we know how pregnant she was? Like how far along she was in that video? Probably seven to eight months in that video. She's, so, she's a month ahead of me. Yeah, looks, uh, you know, obviously um, looks like she's pretty far down the road. Um, that was like March. Yeah, so that was Jumping rope. Final. And I think a lot of people would be concerned about that. Are you jumping rope or are you, ju- you know, jumping up and down? And I think the important thing is like, A, her body is very used to doing a lot of jumping, a lot of bounding. So she's very, her stabilizer muscles and all those things are very dialed in. She's got a very strong midline. So she's able to physically support that movement. And the reason people say not to box jump, rope climb, all that stuff is because of the inherent danger of the fall, not because of the activity necessarily. So the, the risk of the fall, but then the, so the jumping is, um, the pressure that, uh, the pressure that happens yeah. in the pelvis that makes it difficult to hold your bladder or the muscles that you're trying to develop and train. Your pelvic floor. Uh, correct. Um, and so when we think about double unders, well, there's impact or stress to that pelvic floor that it's not worth it for some people mm. or we haven't developed our pelvic floor. So um, I think she's been doing double unders from the start of her pregnancy up until the end of it. I think there's still videos of her doing it. I've taken them. Like there's a lot of things that I can do. Like I did that workout and I did double unders. Um, 
but then there's just things that I'm choosing not to do. And yeah. so ha- double unders come up in our regular programming and I'm like, there's no need for me to do it. I'm not trying to prove yeah, anything to anybody. That's So that's one of the other points I want to make. One is like, I wanted to talk about the do's and don'ts, like the, the traditional like don'ts. Yeah. Like, don't lift X amount of weight. Don't jump where they're at. And also like the relativity of the whole thing. Like yeah. I bring up Tia because uh, a lot of people in our space you know, you're their Tia, like you're the fittest person they know and the most successful athlete. And, you know, we've, we've talked about this a bunch in terms of like programming and whatever. And it's like, you don't really understand how fit some people are until you're, you're actually near them. It's like, yeah, you can watch the games or whatever. And it's like so many things like, it's like professional athletes, like basketball. Yeah. You can watch an NBA game, but like, you don't really understand how, how athletic and good those guys are at basketball until you get on a court with them. Or realize how huge they are. It's like hearing someone say a billion dollars. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, yeah. Yeah, that is a number. It's hard to wrap your head around. So I think it's important to point out that relationship between the, the relevance between like yeah. Tia and you and you and the rest of the population. Like, And uh, beyond that, the choices you're making and why you're making them. Because you, you uh, and I, I kind of brought up earlier, like, she's got more of a, an impetus or a motivation to train at a higher level. Not to say she's putting herself necessarily at more risk, but she has maybe a little bit of a higher bar. She also got cameras on her every single day. Yeah. Uh, wanting to know how she's doing. And I mean, her livelihood is this? based off of exactly building a platform. And you are, uh, do you know how old Tia is offhand? I think I'm 10 years older than her. So that also is something that has, you're being a little more cautious because you and I are, are coming up on a 40 this year. Yeah. And, um, I'm more thinking about the road to recovery, not that she's not, but I know that 10 years that separates the two of us is substantial. Yeah. So while, while you 29 currently 10 years, yeah, yeah, nailed on the head. Um, so like during the open, you did a a couple of strict muscle ups. Yeah. Um, but I didn't do toes to bar. So that's where we were different. Yeah. Like you're just being a little more cautious and you were telling me all the way through like, yeah, I can do those things. I have the strength to do it. I'm physically able to, but it's not worth the risk to me, uh, coning the ab separation, separation of the, of the ab, whatever that's yeah. called, uh, whatever the medical term is for that has been a, a concern for you. Cause it's just like a hurdle you don't want to have to deal with. Yeah. Um, but that said, your, so your, your training has looked, I guess, talk us through your training, um, like volume. Um, I, I, uh, six, load, five to six stuff. days a week. Um, I would say the last several weeks, I've been working less and by working less, I mean traveling less. Um, so while I was probably, I mean, from the start of my pregnancy to about month seven or eight, um, I was on the road almost every week. And so those, those fitness days are a little bit different. It's like lunch hour, get into something, get out of something. But, um, for me, even on days where I am tired, hurt, sore, achy, uh, feeling my lowest, moving has been uh, my saving grace. Like, I feel better when I work out. So I try to move six days a week. I would say I'm actually doing, like, a workout five days a week. And then that sixth day is, like, just hopping on a bike or maybe taking the dogs for at least an hour walk. But... um, I'm, I'm trying to get physical activity in six days a week and it's been super helpful. Like I didn't train yesterday. I took the dogs for a super long walk and then, um, 
I'm, I cleaned and worked at the house all day. So I'm like constantly moving and constantly <clears> on the go. Um, so it's one hour a day taking class generally or doing the class workout at a time that's convenient for me. Um, and modifying it as much as possible. Um, are you getting tired of certain movements? Uh, the bike. I mean, if you know me, like the bike is, has, and will always be the worst thing ever. Um, like rowing, I have a hard time putting effort into a row. Yeah. Uh, I don't have a full range of motion and my range of motion was never that great to begin with. Sure. So I don't row. Um, so I ski a ton and I bike a ton and I hate biking and I don't like, I hope that I've, I've gotten better at biking because I've biked so much, both the C2 bike and the echo bike the last few months. Um, but my output is definitely significantly lower, but my heart rate gets high really fast. Um, my power output is less. So I'm assuming that's because I've got Uh, a baby growing inside of me. So I'm anxious to see how that. Do you know, um, and maybe Sean, you could Google this really quick, but do you know what your, what being pregnant does to your resting heart rate and or blood pressure? Like I can't speak. Well, there are two things that they monitor, right? There are two things that you can hold that microphone if you want. You don't have to like sit forward. You can take it out of there and just hold it, but you need to talk into it. (laughs) I just thought if I, you don't have to be super close, but you need to talk like at the microphone or. All eyes on you, Sean. Did you find it? During pregnancy, the amount of blood pumped by the heart uh, increases by 30 to 50%. Wow. This cardiac output increases the heart rate at rest, speeds up from a normal pre-pregnancy rate of about 70 beats per minute to as high as 90 beats per minute. At rest? Yes. Resting heart rate? It it effectively raises it by... Man, who's... Was that 30%? Whose resting heart rate is 70? Not mine. Mine's like 50 or in the I 40s. I mean, because we're in the fitness industry. Are normal people's resting yes. heart rates? Also, 70? I That's would insane. say... It is. I would say it says, wow. oh, with a rate of about 70 beats per minute at rest. So, like, when you're, like, at work, it's like your resting heart rate's generally taken... I'm, I'm at work. I know, but, like, your resting <laughs> heart rate's generally taken, like, at the moment you wake up where it's at its least. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Stationary. Yeah. Whereas, like, if you look at your heart rate, probably now it's probably what in the... 51. 51. Well, you like know Like, I'm, I'm... It's live. I was... I'm trying to stick up Like, my my resting, if I look at, like, my average, like, if I pull up the Garmin app and look at, like, my resting, it's usually a little bit under 50. So, that's the average throughout the whole day. And that's the resting heart rate of somebody who's fit. Just very like, moderately... Like, that's how we... Fit. Well, yeah. I, yeah, I, yeah, I know. I know. I'm... I'm, I'm uh, but but that's why I mean that's why when I was at the doctor the like, other day uh, and they thought like we should have studied yeah. you because they clearly don't work with a lot of physically fit yeah. people because they're like your blood mm. pressure and your heart rate are low are like as good as we have seen yeah. yet you're forty well, we if, thought you were going to be high risk if and you're here talking I am. seventy beats per minute and I'm at you know you know for normal and we're at does yours say what yours is right yeah, now yeah I'm I'm at seventy. And I are you really? And I'm pre like pre pregnancy. It almost never went above fifty. Yeah. For my resting heart yeah. rate. So yeah. that that checks out. I wish this would work. This is supposed to be a chart depicting resting heart rate during and after pregnancy, but. Mm. <laughs> but like and so initially. Thanks. Whoop. <laughs> initially, that's one of the early signs what, of like browser I are think you using, I'm Sean? pregnant. Uh, Safari. Safari. Yeah. It could be a it could be a browser issue. Um, 
where like I do a workout and all of a sudden like my heart rate would shoot through the roof and I was just kind of in a panic yeah. and it was like well is that's this, what made me curious about that is this am I pregnant or do pumping, I have COVID yeah you're pumping blood through a whole nother person's system effectively yeah or a you know small small being yeah boy whoops uh, website's not too friendly with safari I guess yeah, I guess that thirty dollars a month from everyone isn't really Sheesh. paying for much. Not mm. guys, up your up your Safari budget. Well, this is this is Chrome. Oh, it is. Yeah, it's even worse. Chrome should Chrome's usually the most. Firefox. <laughs> I don't have Firefox. <laughs> download a new browser. <laughs> they should go download Fire. Yeah, I have Firefox, but um. So and I so I would say like that's been uh, a big part of workouts is managing heart rate right they a a lot of articles will say especially in early pregnancy um kind of be able to have conversations during your workouts yeah um use that as a gauge and those workouts where i'm like that what was that bike workout we did the other day um the The bike bike and squat clean one maybe oh Uh, no it was just the bikes 150 cals oh I'm gonna say we did a devil's press thing the other day with. Bike and when your when your um, effort gets below a certain amount. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I was like, I'm gonna go all in today. Yeah. Like I'm gonna I'm gonna really try, and I that mean, drained it, you for days. Oh, that ruined you were, me. You were hurting a lot. And you and it was and based John. off of your power output, and my power output was. I mean, I think I got up to 3:30 and pre-baby, pre-pregnancy, watts. like I could hit That's watts on the echo. Bike. 500 watts or 600 watts, so my my output would have been double. Yeah, and I was at half that, yeah. and it ruined me for. I mean, I can Im- just imagine because I've had days where I've like over-caffeinated, and it just seems like yeah. my resting heart rate's super high. And as soon as I try to do anything physical, yeah. it's just like your heart rate jumps through the roof, and it's difficult, yeah. extremely difficult to do anything. But also the the important part of that is probably like your reference point. Because you see this with people when they have, and what I kind of wanted to transition this conversation towards at some point is like the, the, uh, not at all, you know, for anyone listening, I don't think pregnancy is an injury or an illness, uh, but to relate to like an injury or illness scenario, like your expectation of what your body's capable of needs to change. And that's the difficult piece of this puzzle sometimes is like, I know I can do five to 600 Watts on this bike and you, you jump out going, you know, here I go. I'm going to shave a little bit off that. You don't realize like it's actually half of that. Like like most of us had 30 to 50%. And that's kind of the same. It was the same conversation I had with people coming back from COVID. Yeah. Your expectations need to be prepared to. Yeah. Like it's a judgment free workout space. Like you It's also the same conversation with people that have been out of the gym for a while that are Oh back, yeah. Yeah. Right? Like we have a couple of members that are coming back into yeah. things. It's like you can't do what you used to do right now. Yeah. Like obviously that's going to get better, but Well, and and I think that's the big part of it is just it's okay to check the box. Like not every day needs to be I bring that up like once a week. All like not all in intense. <laughs> I think like that's the misconception that people have of CrossFit, right? Like I every workout I should be like rolling on the floor, sizzling like bacon, near vomit. Bacon. <laughs> sizzling like bacon. I've never heard that. And you're like and the reality is I would say most of my workouts have been check the box workouts. I'm not trying to win. I'm not trying to prove anything. Yeah. I am trying to sweat because it's good for me and it's good for the <clears> health <throat> of the yeah. baby. Makes me feel better. Hopefully allows my delivery to be a little bit more smooth. Who knows? Maybe it won't. Um, 
but like whatever you're coming back from, it is okay to just check the box. I think that, uh, I think it'll be like your, <laughs> like Liz's, uh, your sister-in-law again. Um, what was that? Their second baby, uh, your brother dropped her off at the hospital doors, went to go park the car. And by the time he got into the hospital, the ba- the delivery was over. No. Basically. He, basically. She was, yeah. She had the baby in. 30 minutes or something. Yeah. 15 minute drive to the hospital. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's I've been so sneezing a lot. I'm um, really concerned about what's going to happen. But, <laughs> um, no, I, uh, I don't want that either. So a little bit of a. Yeah. Um, I, I think, uh, that, what? that is an important conversation, uh, or, or like point to make is like the, there, there are people, um, we, we've, uh, talked about this kind of in one way or another multiple times, but that kind of approach to injury, that approach to setbacks that, cause really in a, in a way it's like, it is a little bit of a setback. It's like, I can't lift as much as I can right now. And that you have to battle with that, you know, what does this mean? It's one thing to say, oh, I'm going to be lifting a little bit less for a while and it's another thing to actually like have to live through that or do it and it's it's hard sometimes mid-workout to accept I mean I deal with that right now because I've kind of dialed back my training a little bit I'm getting older I've had like an elbow injury going on so I I approach workouts where I'm like oh I used to own a 70 pound dumbbell like snatches yeah you know a single arm thrusters or whatever like 70s just did not scare me for the most part and now it's like I really have to think twice about approaching a 70 pound dumbbell snatch but i and i think we really need to remember and i like i want our members to remember that like th- it's 99 percent, if not greater than that self-imposed it is a pressure you put on yourself yeah and i feel very comfortable and confident in where i am in my fitness and i like i've been successful i've i've done the competition scene and not that I'm never going to compete as a masters again, but that's not my priority. And uh, like, I'm okay lifting an empty barbell and that being it for the day. Yeah. Like I don't look around and be like, Andrew's judging me for what I'm lifting. Like, I don't care what you think. And I think, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, Andrew, (laughs) I'm, but I'm like very confident. That's my big takeaway. But I think like, a lot of times you get so caught up in your own, like I could do this one time. Well, remember one time 10 years ago, we were, we were all training four hours a day. Cause we all yeah. just had no pressure and no like responsibilities and life yeah. was simpler. And so as far as the general population goes or our membership goes, like the concerns that you have or the fears that you have, remember they're likely self-imposed. There's not another member that looks at you and is just like, how, how come you're not lifting 10 pounds heavier or how come you're not doing the full reps today? Or how come you're not like fist bump, high five, check the box and walk away and be like, I could have done more as opposed to walking away and being mad at yourself. Yeah. Well, and, and I'm, I'm in a good place with that. Yeah. And, and, uh, Rob just, uh, Rob Schmidgen's of course, just threw us a comment that I put put up on the screen, but reminded me that his wife, uh, Teresa just joined, you know, shout out, Yep. Teresa for joining the master's class, yeah. which is like, you know, she was kind of struggling postpartum and figuring out like how fitness kind of fit into her life. And, and I think having some difficulty with that, uh, coming to like a five twenty PM class where there's 25 people and, and she's got all this stuff in her head about what she used to be able to do and what she should be able to do and kind of removing herself from that situation and coming to a master's class where I'm 
pre-scaling workouts yeah. f- uh, for you. If like, you've heard me talk about the master's class before, you know I use the workout of the day, but I'll, some days I'll pretty much wipe the slate clean and just go, hey, there's heavy power snatches or whatever. I'm just tossing all this out the window and we're going to do something else. So it's not like you're not in charge of your scaling as much. Yeah. And I feel like she's really thriving. She's only been in a couple of times to master's, but it's a really environment where she can thrive because the the expectation and the pressure is so yeah. much lower. Um, and she comes in today and it's like, I know she can lift more weight than she was doing. Like, that's not what it's about every day. It's a 22 minute EMOM style workout. Like, yeah, get through it, check the box, get that high five, get your endorphins. Yeah. And learn how to move your body again and get comfortable and build confidence and build range of motion. And like, obviously I'm not where she's at yet. So she's 11 months postpartum. And so I, I I can't predict my future, but I hope that my mindset is where it is today, where it's, it's low pressure, low stress. I'm not trying to do things that I'm not yet capable of. It could get more difficult. Yeah. This might be the easy part of, of scaling and adjusting. But I also know like one thing that's, I, that I think has also made it difficult for me to recover is nutrition. And I've eaten really well throughout my pregnancy, but I also, like you're supposed to intake about 200-ish more calories as you progress through your pregnancy, and I I can't eat. Yeah. There's no room for food room to for go it. anywhere, and that affects my recovery. Um, <laughs> I don't know why it's funny to me, but you <laughs> if, if Kelly has a like too big of a meal or eats too late in the day, she just vomits for like two hours every <laughs> night from, you know, she just like 10.30. She'll be been laying in bed for an hour and a half, and she'll just get up. If, go go if, vomit for yeah. a while. If I eat too late or too much, just, too late in the day, and I lay down, <laughs> it just comes right back. It up. comes right back up, <laughs> uh, which has been very yeah. unpleasant. But that's the worst so thing I've dealt the, with so yeah, far. So if everybody's like, well, "How's it going? How are you feeling?" Whatever, and it's like, well, you know, aside from the occasional just vomiting spell yeah. for <laughs> an hour, the third trimester morning sickness. Which yeah, happens I swear, at midnight. Yeah, you're gonna accidentally have a baby on the bathroom floor one of these nights. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, nutrition has been, has been challenging. So it's eat small meals frequently. Um, Joe, Joe Yarbrough in the comments. What's up, Joe? Joe blast from the past. Joe of Joe and Digna. Yeah. (laughs) They must have like a 17 year old. Oh, he's probably like four, but, um, it's been a while. Maybe he'll let, maybe he'll chime back in and let us know if he's still. Um, I think at the end of the day, what I really want the coaches at our gym to know and understand, and we've had meetings about this um, and coaches development sessions about it, but also the members who are pregnant or have partners are pregnant to know that, again, it's okay to check the box, but also that I'm in a position that like, like I haven't looked at the coach and been like, what should I do today? I just walk in and I'm like, this is what I'm going to do. Um, and a lot of it is based upon what I feel like doing. And Joe's child is eight and a half. He let us know. Oh, wow. Congrats, Joe. Congrats. Hope you guys are doing well. Um, a lot of it's just like, what do I feel like doing that is closest to not necessarily the movement function, but the stimulus of the movement. And so I was talking about toes to bar earlier where it's like beforehand, you'd be like, we want like hip flexor, abdominals, some other ab movement. Well, like there's not a lot of ab movements available. And 
I don't like doing plank yeah. holds. They're not comfortable for me. And also it doesn't affect the, it doesn't give me that like heart rate. Like I used yeah. to do 50 toes to bar on broken a, a and, plank hold doesn't do that for me. So I hop on the way, skier or grab a kettlebell swing. Yeah. And in that way it's, it is similar to an injury where like if you had uh, you know, we've got a member uh, Brett that's in a boot right yeah. now and it's like, uh, you, you have to stop thinking sometimes of like, well, what can we get him that's closest in stimulus to a box jump? It's like, oh, there, there really isn't anything because he's in a boot. Like, yeah. you're just going to have to. And that's when I tell people, yeah. like, when it comes to scaling and, like, my kind of checking the box philosophy is, like, don't stress as much about the exact stimulus. Like, think about the broad stimulus of the workout, but not the movement. It's like, yeah, when you come up on toes to bar, it's like, just throw something else in there. It could be a squat. It doesn't matter. Like just yeah. do something. Yeah. And that's, I think that's one of the hardest things for people to get around when they have a limitation, uh, whatever it is, injury, illness, whatever. And it's like, you don't ha- it doesn't have to be that. Yeah. Um, well, and for, for the members who are dealing with an injury or limitation, it's also okay to be like, I don't want to do that because I have suggested things yeah. to our members who have been injured or have been pregnant and they're like, okay. And you can tell that they're just like, underwhelmed or not excited about that like i've even asked yeah. you over the because i want more ideas and i'm yeah. like what should i do and you'll give me something and i'll just walk away and be like I'm not, gonna do, not that. gonna do that it's just like trying to get you to commit to a restaurant it's like the same <laughs> when i hear th- what i want i I'll know give it. You a three and you don't like any of yeah. them yeah um but like it's okay to not want to do the, the movement that's been you offered like the lat pull down though we got you hot on the i lat did pull down. and then there came a point where it was uh but we have a we have a lat pull down station at the at our home gym yeah where you can hook your knees under that might help yeah and you're gonna love that that's one of my favorite pieces yeah. of equipment so i've defaulted a lot to bodybuilding <clears throat> movements like i'm vain oh, yeah. i still want the pump i still want bicep and I support, biceps i support that yeah um so what about those aesthetics <laughs> uh i like a but think outside love the box a, f- a female with a bicep vein i'm about that life yeah, that's been. Uh, we were looking at old. There was one month where you did bicep curls every day. Every day. <laughs> yeah. We were. Uh, Tabata bicep curl, just Google different. F- Google Photos pops up with like a slideshow uh, once in a while for me. That's like, here's a, a collection of Kelly Jackson photos over the last handful of years. And there was a photo of her from the. Even just the Masters games, which is relatively yeah. recent. Two years and ago. And we're like, look at your biceps. She Guns. was like checking in, just doing a little pose like this. That's tan, too jacked and tan yeah yeah i mean Gym i've got aspirations to to get back there yeah. but like also i mean since we went to the last doctor's appointment and i jumped on the scale and they're like oof you're losing weight that's like they're all concerned and your andrew's yeah. just like she's losing muscle and i was like i know well so like, i came into the gym yeah. that day and did and hours I, and of i didn't mean it like curls. that i just meant like that's truly something that these doctors don't, don't think, think about, about. yeah it doesn't occur to them to it, yeah right that like you don't realize uh this woman was carrying 15 to 20 pounds of probably extra muscle yeah compared to a normal human at any given time even arguably way more than that yeah well, I just mean like even more than just like a regular fit person. Yeah. Like somebody who works out. Because they're just like, oh, yeah, she's fit. But they don't understand like she lifts weights. Yeah. Like she's dense. She has like, you know, she's benching. She's doing pull-ups. Yeah. She's building up her body strength. And even though she has a kind of petite overall oh. form, like she still, you know, carries a lot of muscle. Which is what? <laughs> I said, oh, giving me a look like 
Keep going. Where are you going? You know, keep going. Mm. Actually, keep bragging on me, <laughs> <Yeah>. please. Uh, <laughs> what else do you like? <laughs> well, uh, I just think that even to a non-medical professional, like you're not somebody who presents as like big and muscular. Like even at your fittest, like yeah, you look super fit, but n- no one would be like. Except not like a bodybuilder, powerlifter, or something like like that. You don't yeah, look but like except you're for taking exogenous just just random. That's fair, but just random people in the airport comment would, on me all oh, the time. Oh yeah, so, yeah, yeah. I meant in kind of in the scheme oh. of like the fitness world. Like if you have yeah, a no. two hundred and seventy pound bodybuilder coming here, they're not going to look at you and go, "Oh, there's so much muscle." Yeah. I just meant it's all again. It's all relative. Like yeah, every TSA don't, don't agent misunderstand asks me, me how much I bench. Yeah, every every tenth person in the airport has to at least give you an up and down eyeball and every 20th person has to comment on your calves or something or like ask you what you do for fitness or something what is your all-time best bench press 180 nice i don't have context for that it's probably like we brought you? the question <laughs> 180. Uh, 180, <laughs> is about, 180 was probably like one and a half body weight ish kind of in that realm yeah i i actually don't know i haven't done a one rep in a while oh we did one reps at the uh Qualifier last year or something. Quarterfinals. Yeah. But that was, I mean, if I'm not benching, yeah. that goes down fast. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what's the what's the best, um, speaking of which, what's the best conversation or comment or question you've gotten, like, on your on your body or your, your fitness? Um, uh, there's just been a lot of... Well, cons- well, con- people are shocked that I still work out, and like that's the words they use. Do you do you still work out? And I'm like, oh, since you've been pregnant, yeah. I mean, like all time. Oh, all like, time. Not even just pr- since pregnancy. Oh. Rob says Kelly does have elite calves. Andrew, he misspelled calves, but he corrected it later. Oh, but I, I was uh, like clavicles, claves. <laughs> Did, uh, Kelly does have pretty elite claves. I mean, and my calves are one of the reasons Andrew and I ever got together. I mean, let, let's not say that. <laughs> uh, all I'm saying is the guy that I, my like workout partner in college, like we used to refer to Kelly as the calf master because she had just dynamite calves. It wasn't like the reason I was attracted to you, but it was a didn't hurt add on bonus. <clears throat> like I mean, she really just like great. say heated seats in a car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like. It's not it's not the reason I like a car, but I'm not trying to buy a car without him, you know. <laughs> you don't go like, oh, I'm getting a new Kia Telluride because of the heated seats, but it's like I'm not going to buy a whatever without him. I'm not going to buy an M5 without heated seats. Can you imagine? I did re- one time, and it was. What are we? A bunch of pores? I was so excited. I bought a brand new car, drove it, drove it home off the lot, and. Anna, Andrew was like, does it have never, everything? And I never said, yeah. Be. She goes, yeah, it's loaded. And I was like, well, it doesn't have heated seats. <laughs> so loaded with I'd what? I'd never been so sad. <laughs> I didn't even know they made cars without heated Kelly seats Kelly went anymore. and bought a brand new car in Michigan while I was in St. Louis, and she was so proud of herself. Like, I did this without you. And I was like, you shouldn't have. <laughs> <laughs> even Mara knows funny. at this point. <laughs> yeah. 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 Lessons Andrew. learned. Now I just drive whatever um, he tells me to drive. <laughs> what is... In, and I will say too, not not to, uh, you know, hang on it or or pat you on the back too hard. But I've just I've I've been, I've tried to become more conscious in the last handful of years about just like body language and 
people in public, just like the way the the way people look at you and interact and, and that kind of thing. Just one of the things that I've I realized in my younger years, I never paid attention to like what other because people are always like, don't pay attention to what other people think. It's not important. And it's like, it actually is pretty important, like how people are responding to you or receiving you or interpreting you or whatever. So I just like driving, uh, we were talking about driving the smart car. And it's like, you start to notice how people look at you and interact with you differently because you're driving this little shoe of a car. And uh, all that to say that I've noticed the way people look at Kelly being pregnant. It's like, we went to dinner the other night and we're just leaving and it's like, we get up and we're on a patio and every single person on this patio is watching us walk to our car. Cause they're just like this super fit, very pregnant woman. <laughs> it's like, and she's not wearing like super revealing clothing yeah. or anything. It's just like, not like everybody's uh, jaw on the floor staring or whatever. I just, it just was funny that I like glanced over and it's like, everyone was looking in our direction and I know it's not cause of me. Um, but in, in admiration, I'm sure. Yeah. Cause uh, that's the concept everybody has is like, how do you, you know, to us, it seems relatively normal. Like I don't look at her like, again, relativity, like you, like you look at like Tia Toomey and you're like, she's way more fit as a pregnant woman and looks very different to us than Kelly does. I'm sure even to you, but still to 90% of the population, you're an absolute freak, uh, in, in the best way possible. I mean, uh, and that's fascinating to me. Thank you. I I mean I I I didn't really notice it until Belize. But <laughs> yeah, cuz you're in a bikini most of the time. Well yeah, well, and you you're you're a bleak, sir. And <laughs> oh, well, yeah. more and defined get, than yeah. anyone else. I feel will like you be. leave the United States and people are way more vocal in communicating yeah. their thoughts like men are. I mean even women. Oh yeah, like in Belize guys were like Stopping Bo- me on borderline, my bike. Borderline trying to hit on you while I'm there. Yeah. And you're pregnant. And like, got more fist bumps in Belize. like, bro, this is... Than he does in the gym. <laughs> ah. uh, they were like, great So we all need to start fist bumping more. Yeah. <laughs> Good work, buddy. Yeah. yeah. Like, you know, guys, I could use a fist bump once in a yeah. while. Would it really... Is it too much to ask? Uh, no, it's been, it's been fun. It's been a, a wild ride. And I'm glad that I've been able to experience this both like personally but like also professionally because it's huge as somebody in the fitness industry to be able to take the information that i've learned and and realize that there are no like it's pregnancy is not black and white and i knew that there's not a one size fits all yeah like and these are all things that you know but until you experience it um it's it's really hard to communicate it and it's really hard to have your clients trust that you're like i I, like i know what you're going through i know what you're feeling um like that's a normal feeling where beforehand it was just kind of like yeah i mean that's that's one of the primary reasons i wanted us to have a kid was that so we would have a leg to stand on to coach (laughs) other people because i'm tired of (laughs) no kidding i'm just tired of us having opinions about other people's kids and and pregnancy and them telling us you don't understand yeah yeah nutrition will be interesting um like like your nutrition post yeah and child's nutrition and yeah that's a really good point um lots of chicken nuggets dinosaur shaped (laughs) yeah because we know we know people definitely uh definitely people kelly works with on seminar staff that have i feel like been very successful with their child's nutrition from the sounds of it um, but people tell you all, all day long, like, Oh, you don't, you don't know. You can't, 
you can't get yeah. your kid to eat vegetables. Like they're just going to eat whatever. And our opinion has always kind of been like, Hey, I know you don't have a hundred percent control, but like you do have, there are, there are ways to do it. Um, but we've just also, kinda, if you're not eating vegetables, your kid's probably not going to want to eat vegetables. And so vegetables. like there's even, I mean, like that's why I think nutrition while pregnant has been an easier thing for me. Um, yeah. like I've deviated and I've had, I've indulged, I mean, but like, that's how I got into fitness. My dad had weightlifting quit, always had like dumbbells and stuff and yeah. he always worked out and I just, it just became normal to me. And then there yeah. was stuff down in the basement and I would just go down and like, oh, I'm going to do some bicep check curls or whatever and check it out. Same, you know, it applies to all aspects. Yeah. But I've, I've food yeah. wise, like everything I put in my body, I'm essentially feeding this child. So yeah. So sugar. I, yeah. Sugar, sugar, sugar. No, all, try. <laughs> all day, every day. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, we'll uh, if uh, we're getting close to the end of time, so uh, if there's any other any talking points, uh, our I mean, I think the big thing is trust trust <clears throat> your gut when it comes to working out. Check it's okay to check the box. Yeah, and the one big thing we didn't touch on that I think is important that we always talk about with this is like, d- you know, people talk about is it safe to do this or not do this during pregnancy, and one of the big points there is if you weren't doing this pre-pregnancy you're probably like is it is it safe to get inverted i think it was a big thing and we kind of glossed over it a little bit but like yeah it is relatively safe i mean you said there were some some concerns about that but like yeah it's definitely possible but like if you could barely do a handstand pre-pregnancy or couldn't do a handstand like don't start working on it during pregnancy that's general rule to follow in most things in life and and the stuff like we played a video of of tia working out it's like these are all things and weights that she is very, very confident with. Like, yes, she's did a thruster at like 195 or whatever, but like her non-pregnancy thruster would have been significantly more yeah. probably. And that's still like an amazing weight. Yeah. And you're like, that's, yeah. she still put up a super respectable number, but it's like, she's also yeah, very confident. Taking a context to it is. And she's a professional athlete. She's very correct. aware of what her body's capable of. And, and you're watching her quality of movement. Like that's a big thing yeah. too. Like, the weights I'm choosing to lift, and you're preserving the mechanics or the technique. And the of average movement. individual who doesn't like doesn't belong to a gym like ours or d- doesn't do CrossFit, like isn't aware of what their body's capable of yeah. at any time, let yeah. alone during pregnancy. Uh, it's one of my favorite things about CrossFit. We talk about when we talk about like the basics of it or whatever is like just being aware of what you're capable of. Like even in my, you know, lack of, uh, I would I, what I would call lackluster level of fitness at this point in my life. I'm still very aware of what I can lift, carry, move, all that. And it's like, yeah. you know, somebody asked me like, "Oh, do you need help moving that?" And it's just like, "No, I don't. I know I can't deadlift 500 pounds right now yeah. or anymore, but like, I have no problem moving a table or a chair or whatever." It's like you're just you're Same. just that confidence. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're still moving. And people are like, "You shouldn't be doing that when you're pregnant." And you're like, "I'm very aware of what I'm capable of moving." Yeah. And yes, this, this changes that, but I'm also very aware of how that changes that. And, and that's kind of the important yeah. point to make. Yeah. So the, the big takeaway there is f- figure out and learn and educate yourself on what your body's capable of, whatever state of life you're in, be aware. And, and ask questions. And if, if somebody tells you to do something and it doesn't feel good, you don't yeah. have to do it. Yeah. 
Like, I mean, that speaks to maybe us with inside the gym. Like, if I tell you to do something, then yeah, you don't like doing it. That's that's the reality of our our podcast and all the media produ- that we produce. Is it is mostly for people inside the gym. So yeah. don't be afraid to. It's not like we're addressing a hundred thousand listeners that don't. And what yeah, works for me doesn't work for yet. Sean or or Mara or the other several women not other several women because neither you nor mara are pregnant but uh <laughs> i was just naming people in she general might be we don't we don't have a <laughs> we don't, <laughs> we don't <laughs> have an, we don't we really don't have an up to the minute <laughs> verdict on that <laughs> mara can you update us that on that yeah. um but yeah like you might coach somebody at the noon class who is six months pregnant and give them a great scaling option for them and they might leave satisfied and then you're going to get somebody at the three o'clock class that needs something completely different not because they're not capable but because it it just doesn't work for them and so um be prepared to to deviate yes yeah. all scaling it should be a conversation yeah not yeah. just a do this or absolutely else. yeah absolutely um well uh yeah folks as always let us know in the comments uh we will be alerted to the comments so feel free to leave a comment on here if you have questions are we gonna are we gonna comments or concerns? podcast the delivery <laughs> too much yeah audio only asmr <laughs> video only <laughs> get rid of the audio she's just gonna be yelling <laughs> gross uh we're not doing that it's a joke before anyone leaves a comment speaking of leaving comments i mean everything's got a price uh, that's fair <laughs> that is fair <laughs> yeah. uh yeah thanks for coming on kelly <laughs> um Let's see. There's Kelly. There's me. I'm just putting our names back up on the screen really quick. Uh, I've been Andrew Essig. That's been my wife, Kelly Jackson. Essig. Slash dash Essig. Yeah, I mean, you're kind of, it's not official. This has been Kelly. Oh, yeah. Damn, I should have put that on there. (laughs) Kelly and and Luigi. A little name right under that, like a smaller one. (laughs) All right. Well, next next time. We'll get you on the podcast one more time before we. uh, (laughs) Just for the, just for the bit. Yeah. Um, so yeah, thanks for coming on. This has been the Game of Sergeant Podcast. Uh, thanks everyone for listening and or watching, and we will see you next time.